Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. I'm the Coach Jared Rogel. As always, we are powered by Swivel Vision Training Goggles. Check them out, www.swivelvision.com. And don't forget, check out the newest softball magazine specifically targeted towards the youth athletes. Check it out at Softball Spirit. US The March edition, which is out right now, actually has a great article from Utah Valley University head coach Nikki Palmer. Check that out, softballspirit.us. We're back right after this. These are fantastic. My whole team, by the way, has a Jay Moore shirt. So they're very popular here in Pocatello. So you bet, absolutely. Success breeds success. There's every program here is just punching that card to be top five, top ten. I think recruiting is getting tough because you're you're not only guessing on the athletic potential of somebody, but really you're guessing on the, the type of mindset that they're going to bring. I'd rather have one great pitcher and eight average players than eight great players and one average pitcher. This game's called fast pitch for a reason. It all starts in the circle. How is Yoohoo not on every household shelf? You go drink a Yoohoo today and you tell me you don't like it. If you drink a Yoohoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And this is TCR's The Coach Road Show. Again, I'm the coach, Jared Rogel. Don't forget, check out Swivel Vision Training Goggles, www.swivelvision.com. Joining me right now to preview this weekend's Jayhawk Invitational, the head coach of the Kansas Jayhawks, head coach Megan Smith. Coach, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. So, Coach, last time you were on was about two months ago, and we talked specifically about two of the players you mentioned the transfer from Ball State, the transfer outfielder, uh, Evans. You said that at that point you were going to be looking for her to really come in and lead your team not only on the base pass but also in hitting. She's doing just that, leading the team right now with, I believe, a 430 batting average and eight stolen bases. Talk, I mean, you've got to be feeling pretty good about where she's at to start the season. Uh, absolutely. You know, we knew when uh, Bree uh, chose us this summer to transfer, we knew that she had the potential to be an impact player for us and at our level, and she has certainly not disappointed. You know, she's come in and worked really hard and uh, is our leadoff batter, is leading our team in hitting. She's our spark. You know, when she gets on, our offense rolls, and she's just doing an excellent job for us in all aspects of the game right now. Uh, the other player that we mentioned when you came on the show before the season started was uh, Lily Bierman. She's off to a great start as well. That's, a, again, got to make you feel really good about just where she's at and where this team is at overall. Oh, absolutely. You know, Lily is a sophomore, and she had a, she had a good year as a freshman, had a little bit of an injury, so she was out for a while and never really caught her groove. And she absolutely is in the groove right now. She's our number two batter right behind Bree, and she does some great things for us at the plate. She's got good speed, but she also has some power that she th- showed this past weekend at Stetson with hitting, uh, you know, by hitting two home runs. But um, both of those two, Bree and Lily, they're our top two in our lineup. They're leading our team in hitting. And, you know, when, they, when they're doing good things offensively, we're going to have a good game. Coach, I, I talked to uh, Coach Wright about this yesterday as she came on and talked about the Bengals and their program. Obviously, Idaho State's coming down. So I'll ask you this question in reverse. You know, when you look at a lineup with Burnett, 
Breakwell, Galasso. How do you talk to your pitchers and get them in the mind frame strategically to go right after a group of those three that you know is going to come in and be able to produce right away? Yeah, you know, we're excited to play Idaho State. They have such a talented team, and they have a, you know, a few good players that are a few players offensively that are doing a really good job for them right now. And, uh, you know, in terms of pitching, our pitchers need to focus on what they do well. And, you know, obviously we have uh, game plans in mind for certain hitters, and we know which hitters we, we want to pitch around maybe or certain ways we want to pitch them. And our, our pitchers will know that and be aware of that. But at the end of the day, they have to rely on what has made them good pitchers and, and what makes them successful. So, you know, with our pitching staff, we want them to, yes, think about how to approach hitters and what type of game plan you're going to have. Have, but at the end of the day, trust in what you do well and bring your best to each hitter. Um, but, yeah, we're really excited about Idaho State coming to our tournament and being able to play them. Um, Coach, one of, the, one of the chants that I hate the most in softball is the free base chant. How important against this Idaho State team and really every team that you face, but specifically against them, will it be for your pitchers not to give up free bases to this ball club. Well, you know, that's always important no matter who you're playing. Um, but, you know, when you have that potent offense, you want to keep base runners off the bases. So if something happens, if they do get a home run, it's just a, it's a one-run home run instead of multiple runs. And, you know, giving up free bases just keeps the lineup turning over and gives more pitches to batters to see. It gives more batters opportunities to get hits off of you and, you know, could really uh, cause problems for, uh, for a pitcher. And, you know, a couple of our pitchers are struggling right now throwing strikes, so that's something that we continue to work on. Make sure you're pounding the zone. Make sure you're letting our defense work. You know, our, our defense is one of the best in the country. So we want to put the we want the pitchers to put the ball in play, uh, so we our defense can go to work. And you know, especially against a team like Idaho State, you want to make them earn everything they get. Uh, Coach, your team will start off the Jayhawk Invitational uh, this Friday, March 13th, 3:30 p.m. against Northern Colorado. How much have you been able to see of this Northern Colorado program, and what are you expecting them to come out like in this game? Well, what we've seen about them is they're well coached. Um, Shana Easley is their head coach. She was at UMKC for several several years. I know her very well, and they're well coached. They're well balanced. Um, you know, they do everything pretty well. You know, they hit, they run bases, they got some short game going on, and, and pitch pretty well. They've played a good schedule. They beat a good Tulsa team. So, you know, they're a scrappy team that's well coached and well balanced. And you know, any game we play, no matter what the name of the team is, we're going to have to play our best game to come out with a win, and we're going to have to fight through all seven innings. So that's certainly what we're prepared to do against Northern Colorado on Friday. So let's talk about that. Then if you could say three keys of the game against a team like Northern Colorado, what are those three keys to the game for the Jayhawks to come out of a win on that one? Well, I think we have to have quality at-bats. And, you know, what that means for us is – be productive in our at-bats. You might not get a hit, but you need to move runners. You need to work a pitcher. You need to hit the ball hard where it's pitched. So, you know, having quality at-bats offensively so we can put together uh, multiple quality at-bats so we can score runs, that's obviously important. We're going to have to make all of our routine defensive plays. You know, giving any team free bases, whether it's walks or whether it's errors, that's something that can kill you, and that can create big innings. And we want to make sure we minimize big innings against any team, uh, specifically Northern Colorado on Friday. So keeping them off the bases from errors and walks. And, you know, I think our pitchers need to attack their hitters. Our pitchers need to go right after them, um, you know, stick to what – 
they're doing well and what makes them successful and not be afraid to attack hitters and go right at them. And also want to take a moment here to let everybody know a couple of promotions that the Jayhawks have going on that Friday, uh, March 13th game will be a scheduled magnet giveaway. Same promo on uh, Saturday, March 14th at 2 p.m. against Idaho State. And then Sunday, March 15th against Nebraska Omaha. It'll be a trading card giveaway to the first 100 youth in attendance as well as uh, autographs and uh, run the bases after the game. Uh, it's also uh, two-for-one tickets for uh, Sunday's game as well. Coach, let's take a look at Nebraska-Omaha here. What do you have to do? What What do you expect to see out of uh, Nebraska-Omaha, and what do you have to do to come out of a win, with a win on that one? Well, you know, Nebraska-Omaha um, – has been doing really well recently um, in terms of the last couple of years. They've made a really big splash on the softball scene, the, the Division One softball scene when when they uh, switched over. And they're, you know, really well coached, have a good, talented team. You know, I think their uh, record probably doesn't show how good they really are this season. I think that, um, you know, <clears throat> we are expecting for them to come in and be a good balanced team. I think – um, one of the things that we're going to have to do against them is pretty much the same approach that we're taking with Northern Colorado. <clears throat> we need to make sure that we take care of not giving away the free passes with errors or walks. We need to go right after their hitters, and we need to play um, place down defense. And and offensively for us against this team, you know, their pitching probably isn't their strongest suit, um, so we need to offensively be locked in in every at-bat and not waste any at-bats and make sure that we're getting runners on and that we're um, doing what we need to do to move those runners and score those runs. So. You know, I think the one thing that we see when we look at Nebraska-Omaha is that they do run quite a bit. They have multiple players that steal bases, so that's something that we're going to have to be ready for defensively uh, and be in, in anticipating them trying to take extra bases and steal bases, and we need to be ready to throw them out if they're doing that. Now, Coach, one team that you all will not play but will be up there, and at the risk of not being allowed to come, I'll ask you um, just so that your fans can um, – you know, hear your thoughts on this team, an exciting team. Give us your thoughts on SLU coming up there and, and what fans should expect to see out of a team like that that really right now sitting at 12-6 and six, has had some pretty good games this year. Yeah, St. Louis, man, you know, I, I wish we were playing them now and the original schedule just didn't work out. And now, gosh, they are a talented team. We played them last year, um, split with them last year, and, and I thought then they were just a really, really talented team. And I think the key to them is is their pitching. They have really good pitching staff who's led by um, the Lori Kid, who that lefty is, is a really, really quality pitcher, keeps batters off balance, goes right after hitters. Um, she We struggled with her last Last year when we faced her and on top of that pitching I mean they're hitting I think over 300 as a team so um, really potent offense a lot of their starters are hitting over 300 uh, so they're definitely going to be a fun team to watch and they should do really well this weekend and I know that is a, as I said I know that's a Missouri school so hopefully my invitation to come up there and see you guys play this weekend is still available um, coach listen it's been great having you on the show today any last uh thoughts, comments that you want to share with the uh, Jayhawk fans as we head into not only the uh, Jayhawk Invitational, but also the first homestand for the Jayhawks this season. 
Well, you know, we're just really excited to open up our new stadium at Rock Chalk Park. So I encourage everybody to come out and watch us play. Um, we have some great talent. We've got some really good girls out there who are working really hard for Kansas and just want them to come out and watch in such a beautiful stadium. I want them to come and see uh, what we're able to play in now. It's totally different than the old park. We've got great amenities for the fans. It's going to be a fun atmosphere, and we're just really excited to be at home for the next three weeks. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to seeing you all out there and seeing your ball club in action up close and live. This has been TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Coach, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, for Blake and Abby and everybody else here at TCRS, make sure you check out the Twitter feeds. You can follow the show at Coach Roadshow, and that's Coach R-O-G-E-S Show. Follow me at Coach Rogel, that's Coach R-O-G-O-L. Also, on the show description, make sure you click the links down there. You can follow the uh, Jayhawks Twitter feed, and also uh, make sure you go like them on Facebook. The link is there as well. This has been TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Show. Later times, everybody.